Good evening and welcome everybody to Paranormal Analytical. I'm your host, Eddie Hill, along with Rick Warren and James Toops. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello, Eddie. How are you two doing tonight? I'm doing okay. How's James doing? Not bad. James is good. You're rocking it on that new studio of yours. Loving it. Loving the outdoors right now. Yeah, totally. (laughs) About to go sit by the, uh, the outdoor fireplace, in fact, that I have rolling not so much anymore right now see really it allows me to do this so you are actually outdoors uh, during I this am uh, conversation i am Sweet. fixing to throw some wood on this fire i know it's dark right now you can't see me and that's probably a good thing i'm ugly anyway so let's just go ahead and throw some wood. <laughs> <laughs> see if i get this some bitch back started well, you might want to try turning your phone sideways. I don't know if your screen will flip or if it'll just stay sideways, but eh, I got a I'm working on this fire right here. Put some lighter fluid on this thing and see what happens. There you go. Blow it up. Mm. I'm a firefighter, it'll be all right. Pyromaniac. Right, yeah, don't try this shit at home. <laughs> well, we've got a very tantalizing I guess you could say show for you. And what I mean by tantalizing, we're going to be talking about something that is not normally spoken about too much. And that's uh, dogmen. And dogmen are probably one of the biggest, strongest apex predators in the crypto world. And what I mean by crypto is this is a an animal that is it, it falls alongside of bigfoot uh, or sasquatch or yetis it's going to be alongside but it's different it's more of a it's more of a werewolf legend type creature but people have claimed to have had run-ins with this thing that are just so terrifying most of them are afraid to even speak about it um rick i know you were doing a little bit of research on dogman earlier what did you find eddie this thing um to be honest with you, I was I was pleasantly surprised as to what the information that was uh, available had to say about Dogman. Um, it all started way, way back in um, 1887. And it had been uh, continued through the Michigan fo- folklore. And it started in, in, in a place called Wexford County. Um, they said the, the definition of dogmen and the description of the dogmen that was seen and everything was over seven foot tall, blue eyed or amber eyed, a bipedal canine like animal with the torso of a man. I don't know what else would wake you up in the middle of the night, but I know that would me if I saw that coming at me. Oh, absolutely. Now, when you say bipedal, you mean like two penises? <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't bipedal. I'm not going to get that close. It wasn't bipedal. It was bipedal. Oh, pedal. Yeah, yeah there is a yeah, difference. Yeah. I got you. I thought you said penal. I was, okay. All right. All right. Just, just to be on the same page. So go ahead, Rick. So anyway, this uh, this thing has been around for quite a while up in that area. As far as I mean, it it follows along with the same folklore and the same um, uh, description as even, even the Wendingo up in that area mm-hmm. and up around the Great Lakes region and everything else like that. But this folklore is more toward the people of that area. And instead of being like um, 
Well, the Native American have a um, uh, story of the Wendigo and the wild man and people and things like that in the Michigan area because that is where it, it originated up in that area. Uh, Steve Cook in 1987 uh, come out with a Dogman video and a song. Well, during this song, um, and he played it, it actually allowed the people of that area to come forth and actually take a look as to what a real or what the stories were in that folklore. And he said he was really, really surprised as to the number of people that have had personal encounters with this creature. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've heard a lot of stories. I've listened to a lot of stories from people. Uh, we've got something cool coming up. I'm going to tell you about it and uh, just kind of give everybody a little bit of a heads up. But we're going to be filming uh, a documentary series on the dogmen. And we're asking that if anybody has any stories to share, that they contact us so that we can contact them once the filming begins and if they'd like to be on camera or what have you or at least share their story with us we'd appreciate it very much so any uh contacts you may have any stories you might have uh any type of video evidence if you have it uh that that would be great and we'd appreciate it very much but we're going to be filming here probably pretty soon and uh so we'd like to get some of these things lined up rick and uh, James, because we, we are going to be traveling around, speaking to eyewitnesses, getting their story, trampsing around in the dark, looking for this thing, pretty much the way the people uh, that look for Bigfoot do, only this is going to be way more dangerous. Uh, I actually heard a story one time where a lady said that she had witnessed a Bigfoot and a dogman fighting. Now, you want to talk about the creme de la creme of sightings. Well, yeah, right. that would have been, you know, box office tickets right there, baby. You know, because that right there is something that, I mean, nobody gets to see. And if this is something that truly happened, it was uh, probably an incredible fight. But she did say that the dogman did rip the arm off the Bigfoot uh, before the Bigfoot fled. And uh, that's uh, that's an incredible feat, you know, to say the least, when you're talking to animals that powerful. Uh, exactly. It's, it, it's just a crazy situation. So I'd like to say real quick, we've got uh, Deborah in the chat. Hello, Deborah. We also have in the chat uh, Andrea. Hello, Andrea. And uh, we have uh, Janice and Anne and... Uh, you know, we want to say hi to everybody. Make sure y'all know that we see you on there. We're just trying to get this show going and get it hooked up and uh, start moving it forward. But uh, we appreciate you guys being on here. If you would, please share the show and uh, see if we can get some more people in here. But, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting uh, documentary that we're going to be filming. And we're going to be heading up a lot your way there, James, as well. And your way also, Rick. <laughs> Say again, Eddie. We're going to be heading up your way as well as uh, toward James on some awesome. of yeah Come on, on some up. of these investigations. Yeah, bring it on. We'll be here. So, James, what Eddie, have you what heard about the Rougarou or the Dogman? Well, uh, Dogman is a new thing for me. 
um, I guess if you want to call it the Rugaru, but the dog man, you know, I thought, you know, tonight uh, I almost thought he had two penises, but apparently that's not the case. Uh, so that's how new it is for me hearing that term. But, um, you know, from where I'm from, the Rugaru is a whole different, you know, it's, it's kind of the same uh, thing described as the dog man, but um, down where I'm from is from way down south Louisiana, uh, almost on the Gulf. Okay, so uh, that's a folklore thing down there. It's a Are you past uh, New Orleans, James? I am 60 miles south of New Orleans. Wow, so you are past New Orleans. Yeah, I'm way down there. I'm way down south. Uh, the Rougarou is a thing down there that it's an, it's an old, uh, I mean, as, as far back as I can remember, uh, and even before that, you know, it's a, it's a folklore thing, but it would mostly uh, feed, I guess, on animals. Um, you know, you would have, it, it's kind of like the, uh, oh, hell, what's that? What's that up, Eddie? What's that up in Utah? Um, skinwalker? Shit. Yeah, it's kind of like that, kind of like Skinwalker. Mm-hmm. Um, they would feed on animals and stuff and, and mostly, well, always at night, you would never see this thing in the daytime. And, uh, it scared the hell out of everybody down there. And you, you know, my dad, you know, told me a story once he was in the woods and, uh, he heard something in the woods. He was coming out, he was deer hunting and it, it, it got dark on him and he was coming out of the woods and, uh, he thought it was a bull or like a cow or something. And, um, he said all, all he heard was like the snort, like a really hard face level snort, probably about 10 feet away. And he just started unloading. He couldn't even see it. He was shooting with a 12 with a uh, buckshot. He couldn't even see what the hell it was. It was big and it was there. And so he just, he unloaded what he had in his gun and hauled ass. And, um, you know, and that, that was in uh, a place called Bayou Black. And we had a lot of property. We had 400, 400 acres out in Bayou Black at one time. Uh, wow with with a deer lease yeah we used to have uh way back in the day we got rid of it in the the 90s and uh that's you know years and years ago he took a few shots at whatever it was but uh we have a place down there called devil swamp and it's you see it a lot in devil swamp um that's in bayou blue if anybody wants to look that up in louisiana it's bayou blue it's called devil swamp um there's dude i've gotten chased off a devil swamp one time I thought it was a black bear. Um, it was parked right next to a train track. And uh, it was me and my ex, you know, at the time, back in the day, man, this is probably about like, you know, 98, 99, something like that. That was in my little truck. And we just got out and hanging out, you know, in Devil Swamp and, um, you know, didn't see anything, hear anything. We just out there hanging out and we decided to leave. Uh, we get in my truck. And as soon as I get in the truck, it started up, something hit my door my driver's side door and I, I look and I was like, the hell was that? And it, from what I saw, it looked like a brown bear or a black, huh. bear, sorry, a black bear. And, uh, so I hauled ass and dude, uh, I had to cross a little train track right there and I got up to about 45 and this thing was keeping up with my truck. After, after about 45, I started walking off of it and I'll never forget that. Yeah. If that was, was a, that was a bear, a bear don't, truck. a bear can't run 45. Dude, this thing scared the living shit out of both of us. I bet. I mean, dude, you're driving 45, 50 miles an hour, and some animal is keeping up with your vehicle? Nah, it was weird. It was really weird. It hit the side of my vehicle, dude. It hit my door. Like, we got in the truck, and maybe eight, nine seconds later, it, boom, my truck shook. 
and I looked and I seen this big black thing on the side of my chair. It wasn't a dog. It was big. And, uh, like I said, we hauled ass and it, it kept up on my side of my truck for about till I was about 45 and I walked off of it. It was really weird. Now, ha- do you know anybody else who's had any uh, encounters with a Rougarou or anything like a dog man? Yeah, uh, a lot of the old folks, a lot of old folks. Um, you know, if if you was to want to get an interview uh, with any of them, now would be the time because, like I said, it's it's a lot of old folks and, you know, it's they're getting old and it's getting to where you know you're going to start losing information and memory and stuff like that but a lot of old folks like you don't really hear a lot of the kids nowadays or you're not even the kids but like folks my age having stories but the old folks out there down down in the swamps and stuff that's that's the uh the bread and butter right there and and they truly believe in all this don't they they truly believe in it Absolutely, and it's they, they go by several names. It's the Rugaru, it's the Flea Flali. Uh, there's another one I can't think of the name of that one, but there's there's different names, but it all means the same thing. Hmm. Now would be the time to talk to the people down there because they're getting old, and you know, I mean, they're they're starting to lose their mind down there because they're really you're looking at 70, 80 year old people. But these are firsthand, you know, uh, eyewitnesses to this stuff because these folks used to live off the land down there. Like, I, w- I would love, and, uh, I would love to sit down and interview somebody from over there like that. Let that, me know when you're ready. These stories. Let me know when you're ready. I, well, have, I have a whole basket full of sources. I can sit there and, hey, let's well, go talk to this person. Let's go talk to that person. Well, get ready. And uh, Rick, if uh, you would, I'd like to sit there and hopefully get you over to where we're at. Oh, that's in the plans. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be working on that. That's for sure. Okay. Um, it's interesting, Abby, listening to James and everything else like that, uh, how close related the folklore and the actual description and the actual um, stories that come to mind of, of what he says as far as the older people and everything. It's the same thing with the Native American, too. The elders the elder. of the tribes and everything else like that hold um what's called a storytelling time and they'll get together and they'll tell stories stories of the old times and everything and some of those stories fall right in line with what you guys are talking about as far as the the um well the dogman the wendigo Mm -hmm. they all have a presence in that area now it, it might be something if there was only two or three people talking about this okay but we're talking from Canada around the Great Lakes region, Michigan around that area, Great Lakes region, all the way down to Louisiana and in between the Appalachians and things like that, where this thing has been cited. And there are numerous, numerous accounts, Eddie and James, of people actually having seen this, having dealt with it. And there's documentaries about it on uh, one of the TV shows that I watched here earlier. It's called These Woods Are Haunted um, around Siren, Wisconsin. Um, this guy named John was out with his buddy and they come face to face with one. And there's just tons of stories like that. You have professional people, Eddie, going into the woods. You have uh, professional uh, photography. You have film specialists. You have uh, an analytical uh, photo eds and uh, wildlife experts 
and veterinarians going out in the woods and coming back with stories of actually having proof hair and 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 other type of fibers and everything from this animal i'd like to come back with a with, with a actual animal yeah, I, that would, dude that'd be the holy grail right i'm there. telling you I mean, if I could bring back the whole animal or, you know, I mean, and and there you got to understand, see, there's a lot of stories that this isn't just a cryptid. It's not just an animal, but it's an actual person. It's a human being. And these things do change. And in like some of the folklore or the Rougarou, they uh, speak about that this creature is actually conjured up by a voodoo priestess who uh, if somebody did something bad, it's like a, it's like something bad that they conjure up and, and put on somebody. And the yeah, only it's, way... It's and, agree. Yeah, and it's you've, you've got to give it back to somebody else to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But it's something well, that it's there. It's it's like a like a demonic spirit, if you will, uh, in in the in the different folklore there in uh, New Orleans, and and they talk about this thing and other people claim that it's a it's an alien or alien hybrid of some sort of mutation if you will uh where it could be from another planet it could be from a different star system and just like bigfoot can appear or disappear or it's a cross between humans aliens and whatever the rougarou might be or a creature of sorts uh, some people so, claim that some people claim the military's involved. Yeah. So there, there's so the a lot thing of is stuff down there, and it is it, it's crazy. There's so many theories, but the major one down in Louisiana, down where I'm from, down in the swamps, is it's an animal-human hybrid. It's it's something to do with mm-hmm. an animal and a human hybrid, and it's it. Not only is it a hybrid, it's a mutation off of. That's why the legs bend backwards. The knees, the joints in the knees are backwards. Hmm. They don't bend forward like humans. You know, they go backwards. And uh, if I can remember right, it was a kid was drug off into the woods by an animal, a dog, a wolf or something. And it grew up as an animal way, way, way back in the day. And from there, it, you know, reproduced with something else with another human or whatever. And it, it, it grew to the same thing, but it picked up animal traits. And that's one of the stories. Um, another one is like, yeah, like you said, the voodoo thing, uh, where it was a cursed person. It was an outcast of society. This person was cursed, and it was uh, damned to live in the woods for the rest of his life. And this and that. And I don't know. I mean, that's 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 another option. You know, lack of better words. That's another option. Um, I don't know. I mean, who knows? I mean, until we we have one um, live or dead, you know. Uh, in our possession and it can really study this thing and some onions and put it in a black iron pot and make some, I'm sorry, my coon ass came up until we have one (laughs) where we can have it in our hands, you know, and look at it and study this thing. Who knows? I mean, but you know, there's a tons of eyewitness accounts. And I think as technology has gotten way better, everybody has a phone now. Right. So, you know, if your instinct can kick in and say, Hey, record this, you know, we might start getting a little bit of video on this stuff, you know, as opposed to the back in the day where you got to whip out a big ass VHS recorder. It's like that long 
right and, you know start filming and yeah so we might start getting some good stuff here in the next you know you know i don't know back up in uh oklahoma or i can't remember if it was oklahoma or if it was ohio there was a a police officer that had a run-in with a dog man and the call initially came out that there was a bear in somebody's garbage when he showed up over there to the house people came to the door and the man was armed he had his dog and his family all inside and he explained to the officer that there was possibly a bear or something of that nature in a garbage cans and he brought everybody in but he he was armed going to remain armed until the officer checked out the location the officer said that he grabbed a shotgun took a walk behind the trailer and when he walked to the back within 10 feet of him he came face to face with what appeared to be in his words a werewolf he said it was about 8 to 9 feet tall he said probably an easy five, 600 pounds or more that's a big bastard. He said, you could see its ears on top of its head just poking out of the tufts of fur. It did not have a tail. It had extremely, extremely long arms, very long forearms, very long fingers, very long hands. And I, I asked, you know, is it, you, you mean paws? And he goes, no, hands with large nails. He said that this thing never looked at him. It was looking straight ahead, never turned to look at him or face him. He had a flashlight pointed at this creature along with a shotgun. And in the shotgun, he had buckshot and slugs, both. And I asked him, I said, why didn't you pull the trigger? And he flat out said, I did not feel it was going to end in my favor. And I thought, you know, you get hit with a slug and a shotgun, there's pretty much nothing else bigger than that that's going to put you on the ground. And uh, he said he was terrified. He said he could see the teeth, he could see the canine. And I asked him, I said, are you sure it's not what in a bear? I said, that sounds like a bear. He goes, no. He goes, it wasn't. I've made plenty of bear calls. I know bears. I know their habits. I know how they smell. I know how they stand up on their hind feet. I know how they walk. This wasn't a bear. He said, after trembling for a few moments with the shotgun and a flashlight pointed at this thing, he said it simply turned away from him, giving him its back, and walked away on two feet. He said he hightailed it back to the patrol unit got in, put a shotgun up, and began to throw up out of fear. He told me, he goes, I've never been so scared in my life. Ever. And yeah. the, this that sounds like a hell no moment right yeah, there. That's he, a, oh, hell no. You know, and, and I'm thinking uh, the whole time, one shot. One shot. You know? Maybe. And, maybe. And, and well... I mean, think about it for a moment. What's going to get up at 10 feet if you hit it with a slug? It's true. I mean, here's the deal. You don't know this thing has armor on it, just like an armadillo. You know, what's true. under the fur? 
You don't know. I mean, <laughs> you want to take a shot. This thing is it, this thing is standing there. It's not threatening you. You know, it's not even looking at you. Right, but right. You want to shoot it, and that 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 that's a gamble. That's that's a gamble. I mean, what are you gonna? You know, hey, okay, either I shoot this thing, piss it off, or it dies. Or two, it's not even threatening me. Let me just hang out, look at it, and then go about my business. Right, and and, and see, and and, and and it could go either way. And I, I like all viewpoints on that. But it's just like yeah. some of these people, like uh, do the Bigfoot hunting thing. They are so intent on getting a Bigfoot body. But why? Because it's the only way anybody is going to believe you that they exist. Yeah. Yep. You can collect Even hair. Video at this point. Yeah, you can Even collect hair. You can collect enough. blood samples of feces. You know, picking up scat, running around all over the place, doing whatever. You can get video. You can get photographs. You're going to get called out each and every time, as it oh, being yeah. a fake. The only way you're going to put a stop to that and prove that a Bigfoot exists, or in this case, a dogman, is to bring one back. Yeah. You know? And preferably I mean, alive. I could see if the guy had like four or five slugs, you know, uh, one one in the chamber and four or five, you know, ready to roll and just start blasting this thing, knock it down, whatever. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, you know, when, until you're faced with something like that, you really don't know how you're going to react. Yeah. You know I mean, I, mean? I've, like, I may have done the same thing. I may have been too scared to pull the trigger, you know, but... You yeah, know, but I mean, some people might have been, you know, out of fear, pull the trigger. You know, that's like, very true. Boom, and then miss, and now this thing's on top of you, uh, tearing your head off, or whatever it is they do. Uh, I mean, see, these, now I've got the perfect medicine. With. I got the perfect medicine to take besides the shotgun. I've got a Safari grade Winchester Model seventy chambered in four sixteen Remington Magnum. Firing a 400 grain solid. That Damn. will punch through. America. America. Absolutely. Rick. <laughs> Damn right. Give us some uh <laughs> give us some more input before we go on break here in about two minutes. Well, you be, you guys have brought up some really good points and everything. And what I find intriguing is the fact that in some of the cases, as far as the eyewitnesses of what's been going on in uh, Wisconsin and around the area, is that there's UFOs been accompanied or lights in the sky or in the forest accompanied with these sightings and with these uh, encounters. Same thing with Bigfoot, same thing with Dogman, that there have been instances of actual lights being around that area at the same time that these things were sighted. And I find that intriguing because who knows whether or not these are actual creatures from alien hybrids or what they might be. And a lot of people will sit there, guys, and sit there and think, well, why are you guys even interested in something like this? Because how can you even prove that it's there? Well, how can we not prove it? Basically, what I'm saying is that we have no idea, guys, what happened a thousand years ago or what was walking this earth. I mean, if you look at the fossilization of what we have around just as evidence of what was going on, there's some of those creatures out there. I wouldn't want to met. And oh, absolutely. And point blank with the fossils and things like that. So who are we to sit there to say that these things don't exist? You know, I'm going to be honest with you guys. You know, even if when we do this documentary, 
you know, I'm going to be armed heavily, you know, as well as the crew. And if you guys head out there, I'm sure you guys will be as well. But I have to say, actually coming across one gets me pretty nervous. Because this is an apex predator. And, I mean, it's a... it's something that I mean you can't even imagine running up against and and just just the thought of you know something like that jumping out in front of you or being surrounded by these things you know what do you do and will your weapons even work that's the other part what if there's more than one so if you're in the woods and you get surrounded by like four of them you're just put your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye because that's what's going to happen absolutely Deborah says, how I love this show. Deborah, That's we love cool. you. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. And it is time for break, gentlemen. So I'm going to play everybody a Dogman song that Rick sent to me that he found. I, I don't know if you heard it at the beginning, but he talked about that there was a song made about Dogman, which kind of stirred up a lot of the, uh, I guess, stories that people started bringing forth. Mm-hmm. So we're going to play that song for you guys. Remember one more time on, before break, if you have a story, if you've had a sighting, if you've got evidence of any kind, whether it's video, photograph, forensic, whatever the case might be, please get in touch with Paranormal Analytical. We are going to be filming a documentary on this very, very soon. So uh, let's get started with this uh, song so everybody can check it out. Years later in 97, when a farmer near Buckley was found, his 
slumped over his plow, his heart had stopped. There were dog tracks all around. Seven years past the turn of the century, they say a crazy old widow had a dream of dogs that circled her house at night. They walked like men and screamed. Wagon and tracks in the dust like wolves in the stalking. Near the roadside, a four-horse team lay dead with their eyes open wide. When the vet finished up his examination, he said it looked like they died of fright. In 37, a schooner captain said several crew members had reported a pack of wild dogs roaming Bowers Harbor. His story was never recorded. A man of the cloth found claw marks on an old church door. The newspaper said they'd been made by a dog. He'd have had to stood seven foot four. In 67, a van load of hippies told a park ranger named Quinlan they'd been awakened in the night by a scratch at the window. There was a dog man looking in and grinning. In 77, there were screams in the night near the village of Bel Air. Could have been a bobcat, could have been the wind. Nobody looked up there. Then in the summer of 87, near Luther, it happened again. At a cabin in the woods, it looked like maybe someone had tried to break in. There were cuts around the doors that could only been made by very sharp teeth and claws. He didn't wear shoes because he didn't have feet. He walked on just two paws. So far this year, no stories have appeared. Have the dog men gone away? Have they disappeared? Soon enough, I guess we'll know, because this is the time to fear. Or another ten years has come around. The seventh year is here. And somewhere in the Northwoods darkness, a creature walks upright. And the best advice you may ever get Welcome back, everybody, to Paranormal Analytical. Somewhere in the Northwoods darkness, I am upright. your host, and, and the best I have advice more you may ever get is don't. Dogmen. So I have to make sure I turn that off. 
But just want to kind of throw a little uh, peek of what one looks like up here to you guys. And uh, this is, of course, not a real one, but it's what somebody feels like the way they may look. And uh, I've got another photo up here that I'll show you as well. But uh, it, it's a it's a very interesting, uh, I guess you could say, uh, cryptid, <laughs> because I don't know what else to call it other than it's just a it's a cryptid. And I'm gonna send one more picture up here for you guys to look at before we dive into this again, if I can. And it's not responding. Of course. So, uh, what do you think about all this, James? Uh, I think there's something to it. Um, so, like you said, we have to find the evidence and uh, get out there and search. And even if you don't bring back a body, um, you know, getting out there and bringing a sample back, that's something that's not animal or not human, uh, something that's not in the, in the DNA catalogs, in the, uh, in the archives of the scientific community, I think um, would, be, would be just as good as having video or a full body evidence. You know, if you bring something back that's, that's uncatalogued, man, that's, that'd be a big thing, you know, and it would, man, it would blow up. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what, what would be more interesting, uh, having a body of one of these things or literally watching an alien give birth in person i don't know <laughs> i mean just think about it you know what, what are the how, how significant that would be oh i know it, it's just crazy but dogmen are very very uh i i think they fall more along the lines of a uh, spirituality type uh, of cryptids rick your thoughts i think you're right also eddie um it's amazing that even this story is is still one that, that is going on even today, guys. Uh, here's an encounter from May 24, 2018. Here's a story from 1961. Here's a story from January 13, 2016. Here's a story from Michigan Monsters and May 23, 2018. So what are these people seeing, Eddie, that they would sit there? They have nothing to gain. But everything to lose. You know, I mean, the thing this that is I what gets at, me Rick, is that these stories are validated a time and time again about something being out there. And if you're mistaking one of these creatures for something else, what else could it be other than possibly a Bigfoot? Exactly. Because this isn't a small creature. Because those people, those people up there know what a bear looks like. Mm -hmm. We know mm -hmm. what a bear looks like. Okay. A bear does not stand seven or eight feet tall up well, in that area. Well, they, they can, but, and, and I wouldn't say that they won't, or there may be an overly uh, large black bear, but that's a very, mm -hmm. very large black bear. And, you know, that fall, you're starting to fall into the uh, brown bear category with those guys. But either way, let's just say it was a bear. These people that live amongst these animals and, you know, have seen them out hunting, they know what a bear looks like yeah they know what they smell well, like they know what they do they know their habits they know their traits they know a black bear can climb a tree they know it likes to dig in trash they i mean they're it's just like a raccoon they're they're trash pandas you know but but a bear's a bear doesn't have inverted knees you know that's the weird part 
Now, like, uh, when your knees are backwards, you know, right. the bears don't look like that. Now, Desi uh, wants to know where these creatures are found, Rick. And you, you said it earlier, but go ahead and say it out, out, out for her again. It was, a, it was a, around Michigan, a place called Siren, Michigan, in the lower part of Michigan. And they've also been sighted up in uh, um, the UP of Michigan also. Yep. So around the Great Lakes region, around that whole area from Canada all the way down into the Appalachia, actually, mm-hmm. you have stories, even in the Appalachia, about creatures that people are seeing up in those mountains yeah i mean you've got i mean they're spotted in louisiana they've been spotted in florida they've been spotted in oklahoma ohio (laughs) tennessee they've migrated maybe they've migrated down and they've spread out i mean it might have started off in canada or hell it might have started off at skinwalker we don't know you know it might be some kind of hybrid shit that the government did down in skinwalker and next thing you know it got out of control they reproduced and now they're all over the place well, we don't know let's look at that uh wolf incident the, over uh, at skinwalker the ranch of it is, yeah the legend of it in louisiana is strong 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 you go down there and ask anybody what the rugaru is and they will tell you it is strong down there but yeah go go back to the skinwalker eddie i mean it could have came yeah. from there yeah, I mean, when on Skinwalker Ranch, they had a uh, an instance where a wolf came up, overly large wolf, huge as a matter of fact, showed no fear of the humans, walked up, and they were making they were commenting about how big and awesome this wolf looked, and uh, it reached in to a corral and grabbed a calf, tried to drag it out. Um, the owner ran to the truck grabbed a 357 magnum and i think he shot it like four or five times in the shoulder yep. and this creature you know appeared at the very most maybe a little startled left with you know all these 357 magnum rounds in its side uh he then shot at it and i think he hit it they said it, he hit it i believe with a 30-06 rifle a deer rifle i mean that's that's nothing to sneeze at i mean that's like at least yeah you know three more times more powerful than that 357 yeah, and uh, this thing kept going they followed its tracks to a riverbed where the tracks disappeared and found no blood none and that's what i'm saying about this cop that had that shotgun you know if he would have put around in that thing with a shotgun at you know 10 feet away you know, one would think, yeah, you're going to cause some damage. You're going to put a hole in something, but you might also piss it off. You know, Eddie, you know how it is. You deal, you know, and I, myself as well, you deal with a guy that's on PCP. These people are really hard to control. Absolutely. And, uh, handle, you know, think about I mean, some kind of weird animal that you shoot with a freaking slug and piss it off. It's just like that guy on PCP. He ain't going to stop. You don't remember. Know. I mean, you're taking a really big risk. Remember that video I sent you where that one officer put 10 rounds of 40 into the chest, into the chest, all yeah. kill shots, all yeah. of them, every damn one of them was a, a shot going. to the heart with hollow points. And this dude kept coming and he fought he all the way going. to the ground. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, that's a person. Yeah. Like, flesh you know skin is really soft imagine you shoot one of these things eight foot tall four or five hundred pounds and he looks at you and just laughs and you're like oh shit now what do you do 
you're going to mace it. You're going to, you know, if, if you was, you know, I don't know, Pelosi or somebody, you try to talk your way out of it, you know, and get uh, a psych evaluation on this guy on the scene. Unless you're know, Gordon. But you're not you're not going to mess with this thing. Yeah, unless you're Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Gordon, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but I had no choice. Um, right. Yeah, and, and they said there's a lot of UFO sightings. That there's a lot of UFO sightings in Skinwalker as well, and and yes, there is, and and a lot of people think that there is a that there's something to that. In other words, that what if these beings are being dropped off from maybe some of these UFO craft? You know, I mean, and and if you think about it, if you're going to put something on the ground on a on a hostile planet, because this would be a hostile planet, you're not going to want to put mm-hmm. down. Uh, you know, something frail and weak. You know, you're going to put something that can actually stand up and take whatever, you know, comes its way, you know, whether it's the weather, whether it's humans, whether it's another animal, whatever the case might be. So, you know, there's a lot yeah, to be I'll said be, about not being able to Joe find Biden these bodies. Mars. You know, you know, I wouldn't drop off Joe Biden on Mars to go explore that place, you know, because the second some alien shows up and farts in his face, he's going to fall over. You know, I'd send somebody tough as hell. Chuck Norris, you know, he's a badass. You know, Bruce Lee, something like that. You wouldn't send something frail down to another planet. You know, you'd send the most badass predator type thing you got. And uh, these, these things are predators and they're badass. But... I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. It, it is crazy. I mean, just the stories are, are so long. Uh, the longevity of the stories, you know, is what gets me. Um, because you have old ladies down there, like old ladies, like old ladies. They don't talk about this kind of shit. And when they do, they're dead serious on this. They're like, you know, mm-hmm. you don't go in the woods at night, Meg. You don't do that because this is what you run into. And it's, I don't think it's a, uh, an old wives tale, you know, you, you, they say, Oh, uh, black cat crosses your path. You know, that's bad luck. I could, I could amount that to, yeah. Cause you might trip over it. Uh, don't walk under a ladder. I get that. You might hit your head on the crossbeam. Um, but these old folks are intent on do not go in the woods at night, uh, because this thing is out there. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be out there. And it's, it's always been a at night type of thing. Now, Rochelle, uh, she says, do you think that it's possible that they are in a different dimension? Rick? I think so. I I think that's a very viable um, concept there because we are dimensional creatures ourselves in that before we were born, it is said that we existed. Now, where did we exist? In another dimension. Now we are in the dimension of the 3D concept and we have the five senses of our bodies. But sooner or later, we're gonna leave these vessels and go to another dimension. Why can't they be doing the same thing, visiting and or be a part of a dimension that we know nothing about? That would be considered cross-dimensional. That's something that's more advanced that can go between dimensions. That's a cross-dimensional thing. And then exactly. you, get in the, you get in the string theory and you get in everything like that. It's a pretty complicated thing. But now, no, there were stories great, that came out of Skinwalker uh, Ranch also. 
the stories that came out of Skinwalker yep. Ranch that said that they saw what appeared to be a doorway open up with like this bright yellow light. And within that bright yellow light, you could see these beings walking forward, which were, from what they described, dogmen that came out of that doorway and took off on their merry way and the doorway closed. Um, it's definitely possible. You I mean, know, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's... Uh, it's crazy to think that something like that exists, but the possibility of it is definitely there. We just don't know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you if you know anything about string theory and stuff like that, and and other dimensions, you know, it's it's a quite a possibility that you know it could be there, and uh, yes. these things could have crossed over from some other dimension. You know, they say there's an an exact replica, an opposite of yourself in a different dimension. And it's quite possible it's true. We don't know. Uh, we haven't advanced that far in tech. We're, we're not a civilization three or two uh, and have that technology and that, you know, um, the knowledge of that right now. We don't know. Uh, give it up, you know, humanity goes another, you know, 10,000 years, then yeah, it's possible. We could maybe cross over and, and learn about dimensions and things like that and, um, you know, the the string theory becomes not theory but fact if we're around we haven't mastered but we don't know yeah if we're around we may find out but the thought of i think we will be the thought of these creatures um these beings uh they're being around and, and not only as far as creatures go but they're supposed to be extremely intelligent um they think pretty much like you and I do. Um, they focus on making plans. There was a case that we went and looked into at one time, which uh, was up in Dallas, Texas. And these brothers swore up and down that they saw a dogman on the side of the road that had been hit by a truck. Hmm. They said this thing was so huge, there was three of them in the truck construction workers they said there was no way they would be able to lift it to put it inside the bed of the truck so they decided they were going to go on to work and on the way home stop and bring some equipment some straps and what have you and try and get this thing loaded well when they showed back up everything had been cleaned up they couldn't find not even a trace of blood well Mm -hmm. They thought about this for quite a while, and, and, and it really struck them as odd. It wasn't long before, probably several days, before they actually started hearing a creature like this outside. And they had several pit bulls outside that were chained up that he said were pretty mean. And these pit bulls were crying and begging to come into the house. They had to let the dogs in because the dogs did not want to be outside. And they heard this howling. Something attacked their their house, and they were in a mobile home, and hit the side of the mobile home, almost knocked it off the blocks. And they armed themselves with what they had, which was some knives and a bat. And uh, they said that this thing kept hitting the side, hitting the side, uh, before it finally left. They feel that it was the same creature that they saw on the side of the road or a warning 
to keep their mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And apparently they felt, and this is their own personal feelings, they felt that this thing, this dogman, if you will, uh, had psychic abilities and was able to find them and warn them. And it, it really freaked them out. They said the damage to the side of the house was just crazy. And uh, being construction workers, they were able to fix it. But we didn't get to see the trailer at all. Uh, they'd moved since and what have you. But I, I wish I would have been able to uh, actually get a look at this thing. Right. Document some stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would have been awesome. And uh, oh, yeah. uh, ask, uh, could the government be covering this up? Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, this <laughs> is a very big possibility. Um, but this is these are questions that I think everybody has. And these are questions that we're going to be asking on the documentary and, and the more we dive into this subject. So it's going to be it's going to be really uh, an interesting case, interesting investigation. But uh, I, I would like to invite anybody who's had a sighting, a story, collected any evidence to please contact Paranormal Analytical. Send us a message. And uh, let us contact you. That way that we have more people who we could put on record as far as uh, eyewitnesses to this creature. And with exactly. that being said, I guess we're going to go ahead and start our closing with uh, Rick Warren. Rick. Okay. Hey, thanks, Eddie. I, I appreciate you letting me be on the show again. And um, get with me on that because I'm sure I can line you up some of the elders of the different tribes. And, Absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll do some storytelling and things like that to where we can contact some of the elders. And they have are, are just a gold mine of information of things like that that go bump in the night and everything else like that. But um, I think it would be um, I think it would be arrogant, downright arrogant of anybody to think that something like this doesn't exist because we really don't know what is out there. We really haven't found. There's places on this earth that we have not even explored yet. So what is out there? What can possibly be? There's uh, pieces of land up in Oregon, up in Washington, especially Canada, that man hasn't even touched yet. And so, I mean, like I said, I think it would be arrogant for us to think that and to assume that we are the only intelligent life on this earth. But yeah, this has been a great show. Thank you, James. Good to see you again. Eddie, thank you. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate it. As always, you know, it, it's it's a pleasure to have you guys on the show. Um, we're going to go start off again with uh, James on his closing comments. Yeah, and no, Rick, good to see you too, brother. You know, I think it would be great to see uh, and and compare uh, the elders, your elders, uh, with mine, and the uh, the ones from yeah. down, the, as I call it, the ones the coonasses from down there, and, and hear the stories. And uh, Eddie, I extend that offer to you. Um, you know, you want to get and interview some folks? Let's link up and do it because I have a bunch of them we can talk to. Awesome. Um, and man, it, it just goes a long, long way. Like there's so many people we can talk to down there. And man, I would love to compare that with the elders and see what Rick's elders and, and find out what the, uh, how, what the comparisons are and, um, mm -hmm. you know, really draw something from there. And man, I'll tell you, um, 
I, I, the best advice I can give you is don't go in the woods at night, folks. And, you know, uh, unless you're ready, unless you're armed and, um, you know, your life insurance is up to par because I'll tell you, <laughs> this is something you want to mess with. You know, it, it's, it, this ain't no bullshit. This ain't, you know, just some Nutra or freaking raccoon or something in the woods that you're going to, you know, you'll steal your marshmallows. No, this, these things are, uh, it's, it's been around a long time. The, the legend and the, and the, and the stories have been around for a long time. And I don't think it's something that's just made up to scare people out of the woods at night. I don't think so. Um, I mean, there's documentation on things and hell man, you know, uh, I'm ready to go out and catch one and, I mean, I got black iron pots here, you know, up in my stove here. I get a little, I'm sorry, my coon ass slipped out again. But, <laughs> yo, we can catch one and, uh, you know, that'd be great, you know. But, um, hell, Eddie, let us know when that documentary rocks off. And uh, if you want some interview topic and our people and folk and stuff like that, let me know. Oh, we're definitely going to be needing that. Much. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to be needing that for sure. No mm-hmm. doubt about it. And, uh you know, like I said, I mean, if anybody's got any stories, any evidence that they want to share, and I'm also going to reach out to a lot of the ones that had contacted us uh, before uh, who were telling us about a lot of uh, these creatures and, and sending us information. If you could reach out to us and send us more information on that, we'd appreciate it. There's a lot that we need to cover, a lot of stuff that we need to look at. And uh, I think it's very important that we you know dive into this and dive into it not only just to dive into it but to do it intelligently um Mm -hmm. we have a lot of people that we need to contact and and interview and not only on Mm -hmm. the stories or the contact part of it but as well as uh rick's elders and the elders around uh, new orleans area and that kind of a thing i mean there there's so much information i would hate to see it wasted i mean this is stuff that we really need to uh, stay on top of and with that in mind just let everybody know we love you guys thank you all so much for joining us we really appreciate it and uh please share paranormal analytical to everybody on your page and uh we'll see you again here very very soon take care everyone good night guys good night thanks for having us